Welcome to Dudes Being Dudes um, holiday episode. I'm Forrest. I'm Josh. Merry Christmas. Merry freaking Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. And, uh, you know, whatever the fuck else you do with yourself during the holidays. Happy to you. And if you don't celebrate any major religions, sorry. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry that you have an empty existence. Um, Josh. Hello. Have you been good this year? Hmm. Depends on who you ask. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't mean like, (laughs) have you been naughty? I mean, like, have you, do you feel like you've been good this year? You know, and before you answer that, do you feel like, excuse me, going out of your way to be good, to get something in return, kind of do you think that that cancels it out do you think that it still works like what are you, ah, what are you feeling what are you selling at, what are you this, is, this is an ethical conversation there was a type of ethics um i can't remember the guy's name who did it but it was it's this idea where it's like it's not technically good if you only do a good thing for it to be rewarded that's true or maybe that's reasonable, but if it still brings goodness to the world or does, you know, does, does some good, can you still make that argument? What? I'm sorry. I didn't hear that last part. Okay. If it, if it, the thing that you're doing for validation or for reward, that's good, especially mm-hmm. during the holiday season is still like a really great act of good. Then can you still make that argument that it that it isn't isn't you know deserving of reward or validation? Hmm. Okay. Oh, we're no, we're I don't getting, think it is. We're getting I, we're getting deep in the snowdrifts this season. Uh, so to answer the first question, I think I've been pretty okay over the past year. Um, okay is cool a good things. goal. Doing I'm doing some cool things. I'm achieving goals. I've got friends. Awesome. Okay is where I'm at, but. I should say, if I worked at a soup kitchen, but I only worked at a soup kitchen to get pictures taken of me, then I shouldn't. Des- I don't deserve a reward or recognition because the thing that I wanted, I'm already getting for doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shouldn't then get it like I don't know, like, uh, the key to the city or something for doing so many hours of community. Well, service. let me give you. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> say that you have family members that you're not necessarily the closest with and you don't really care one way or the other about. But right, because right. it's the holiday season, you're going to be extra nice with them. And you're going to go out of your way to get them presents, even though you know barely anything about them. You have to ask your mom what to get them and stuff like that. Is that a good deed or a bad deed? Are I you think, being good? I don't, so I, don't, I don't think that's a binary issue. I don't think that's a zero thing. Because you could say... By doing it, by getting a gift, by remembering them, you are doing a good thing. But mm-hmm. if you're doing so begrudgingly and you don't actually want to do it and not putting all the care you want into it, then the act itself doesn't really oh, matter. Well, say that fucking Uncle Carrie is a douchebag and he gets drunk every every Christmas and he's just a dick to your mom and dad, but he shows up every year. Uncle Carrie's a dude, as we... Yeah. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Carrie's a guy. Uncle he's not Carrie. a fella, he's a guy. He's, a- <laughs> he's still family, so you get him a present. Maybe begrudgingly. Maybe you're like, yeah, that's right. You, you take that present, you filthy animal. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you did something good for Uncle Carrie. 
Hmm. Maybe you didn't care about the present you got him. Maybe it was on discount. Maybe you got it for free. Maybe your mom bought it for you to put your name on it to give to him. Well, that's happened. I like I've gotten. Oh, I know it happens from extended. That's family. why we're talking about it. Yeah, I've gotten gifts from extended family where I'm like, oh, thanks. you think that's an act of good, or do you think it's what do you think that is, Josh? Yeah, um, no, I think I think if I'm remembered enough to get a present, that's pretty cool. Um, because like sometimes they try, and that's awesome. Like uh, my first Christmas, I moved out. My my aunt messaged me, and she was like, "Hey, we're doing." We do Secret Santa every year for the like the adults in the family, and you're an adult now. And um, your uncle got your name. What is he, what can he get you? And I was like, fast food gift cards. Send me Taco Bell gift cards. And then I sent something back up to give to a different uncle that I drew the name of, and that was fun. But also, right. like, I don't talk to my extended family outside of the holidays. That yeah. that connection isn't there. Yeah, no, I I get you. So but, I would um... say it's neither good or bad for me to get them a gift or to receive a gift. It's kind okay. of just like the thing that goes down. And it can go more into like, you know, family traditions, like you were saying with Secret Santa and stuff like that. But I just, I was curious, like what your thought process was on that stuff. Now, um, on to the next part of our show. Um, presents for guys. What dudes. do you think is like, yeah, you know, you're right. Presents for dudes. Uh, what, what, is, what is an appropriate present to get for a dude? Do you think that it needs to be like... Without, like, okay, no, we're going to cancel out the, like, really personalized gifts. Like, I, I've got something personalized for you that I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to get it to you now um, before the holidays. You'll probably get it after. But oh, yeah, you're getting yours after. Is, it's sitting here on my desk. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're giving it to each other after. But you're getting a personalized present because I know you. Right. All right? But it's still, like, a dude present. It's not just, like, how to take care of your feet. Or, you know, I feel like there's just certain presents that guys get themselves just like, ah, he's going to laugh when he opens this. Or I'd like to see the look on his face when he opens this. Like, those are dude presents. It's a bottle of Tabasco, but when you open it, it's underwear. Zingo. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> you get it. I don't, I don't think there's an inappropriate gift to get a dude if you know him. Like, you said, well, I'm going to get him a foot care kit. If I had messed up feet if i had like bunions and stuff and you knew about it and you and i had talked about how i had bad feet and i wanted to yeah, I'd probably get it. you a, a book that was titled so you've got nasty feet so you got you got you got hobbit feet um <laughs> and that's fine but like you've got uh, hobbit feet how are you gonna get to isengard here's 20 steps on how to take better care of your hobbit here's several feet. million steps step one left foot but <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, glorious! You would have gotten a high five. But like, when it comes to like, hey, we're doing a we're doing a secret Santa Christmas party thing, and you don't really know the guy's name, you foot care kit. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> I think there's. I'm twisted, so I would just sit there and laugh. I'd be like, this guy. I'd be like, who's getting understand. the foot care? <laughs> who's getting it? <laughs> I think there's three tiers of Christmas present. I think there's no, there's four. There's card, Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, depending on where you're from. There's a gift card, which usually comes in a card, which is Merry Christmas. It's five dollars. Then there's gift of a gift that resembles one thing that you know they like. Like if they're really into Fleetwood Mac, you get them a Fleetwood Mac poster. Um, and then there's a gift that is a more than one of their interests tied into something, and that's usually where most people end. Um, outside of that, you're like married or you're in a committed relationship, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get her like a diamond necklace or something. That's a different thing. Um, That's funny. 
<laughs> so like for you for Christmas, it's two it's two year interest combined into one thing. And I was like, ah, I'm done. Easy. Um, comic books and AOC, bam, the perfect Christmas present. Mm. Um, but for like other people, they're getting a card. Other people are getting a gift card. Um, and other people are getting sp- specific things that are to their interest. Um, luckily, I I'm, cash is tight right now, but I did all my Christmas shopping two months ago. Before That's how you do it. That's up. how yeah. you do it. You start in like October or August and just slowly start getting like deals and stuff like that. When Black Friday comes around, you just you go. That's like that's crunch time. Right now, I've still got like two family members to start wrapping up on, but I'm I'm gonna keep it real. Um, at the Smith family household, it's like it's like a war zone when it's present opening time. It starts at, at, at breakfast time and it goes until nighttime because the, Smith- the whole family comes over and everyone brings their presents. So the tree goes from like a normal amount of presents that wraps around the tree to like the whole floor around that area and around the corner. The Smiths are. Uh, Kelly's, uh, my wife's, uh, family. Yeah. Okay. Her, her extended family. Clearing up for our, for our one and a half listeners. Um, <laughs> which is me after I edited it on mute as I played for an hour. And then me um, when you send it to me to, to look over. <laughs> Maybe um, three if my wife listens. I don't like, I love giving presents. I love buying things for people or making things for people. I love that. Cause it's like, I, I appreciate this person and I am showing them through capitalism great awesome uh don't like getting gifts though don't like that shit at all have always hated it if someone just goes out of their way to give you a gift and it's like it's not a special occasion i mean i don't i don't even expect stuff for my birthday when people are like what are we doing for your birthday i'm like i don't don't fucking food beer Uh, Beer. yeah yeah (laughs) i accept beer But that's a good, that's a good birthday. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. We're done. That's it. But when someone's just like, "I got you this present," I'm just like, "Now, fucking, I gotta one up you." Now I gotta get you a present. Yeah. Well, that's like what we were talking about with with getting help from people you know. It's fine because you know you'll get them back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like, like I don't, I don't really like celebrating. My Equivalent birthday. exchange. Equivalent exchange. You talk about birthdays. I don't really celebrate them that much. But my, I had a birthday um, when I first came to college and like a lot of my friends were like no we have to celebrate and i was like okay fine what do we do and they were like well what do you want to do and i was like i want to watch a movie i want pizza we'll play some board games and that's what we did and somebody was like not really a birthday and i was like i didn't want to do this get out of my yeah i'm just kidding (laughs) it's my favorite is when people decide what to do for your birthday and it's just miserable they're like let's go somewhere public and have people sing to you that you don't know well, you awkwardly uh, sit there. I'm like, mm, no, this, no, you're not sacrificing me to your pagan birthday gods. Um, or my other favorite is when people are like, huh, huh, let's go to the strip club because it's your birthday. I'm like, what? Yeah. are you a fucking 80s action movie character? Like, fuck off. <laughs> this isn't Porky's. Um, <laughs> what, I, what, I, what I hate I, is like, it's a surprise. I don't like surprises and I don't like surprises where I can't drive and we're going once, somewhere and I don't know where we're going. I once hit, I once hit one of my, my vet buddies. I saved my best vet jokes for my, my vet buddies or people who like know enough of that, that circle to get the jokes. So, um, the, the situation was, it was my, I think my 20 and he was just like, Oh, I got you something for your birthday, dude. I'm like, really? What is it? Cause you brought it up. And he was just like, oh, it's a surprise. I'm like, you know what else was a surprise? That IED back in Iraq. <laughs> he was like, dude. <laughs> whoa, whoa. 
because he came and visited me in the hospital and he came up to my bed and he he was like picturing some lifetime movie he he, he told me this he was picturing some lifetime movie so he was like forest i was like what's up bitch i'm high as fuck i lived <laughs> can't kill me fool morphine is a hell of a drug yeah <laughs> that's a good christmas present this year just get grab us some give me, morphine give, give me some morphine get some um, swing back in his golf game <laughs> um all right next next topic <laughs> no I, um whenever I, somebody says they have a surprise for me it always feels like that the finale of the, of the now office. you're even more obligated to like it yeah well it's like that episode of the office where jim is pranking dwight five before his wedding and they they're at their bachelor they're at like they're in a limo on the way to dwight's bachelor party and jim pushes them out of the car and they'll jump out of the limo and there's a russian dude standing there with a rocket launcher dwight's like oh you're gonna whack me jim <laughs> that's what it feels like <laughs> bro get in the car we're going somewhere i can't tell you where no <laughs> like listen I'm Sicilian enough to already be like, uh, no. I don't need my grandpa showing up or my dad showing up at my funeral and being like, look, look what they've done to my boy. Look what they, oh, <laughs> look what they did to my boy. Um, All right. Hang on. Next. Sicilians. No. The mob. <laughs> We're not talking uh, to the Irish. No. <laughs> we have fa- I will have family members, both Irish and Italian, who will show up at your door for Christmas. No. But that means um, they have to listen to the episode first. <gasps> We've tapped into gold. <laughs> because they're, they're both mostly Catholic, so you know there will be a lot of listeners. Oh, what are they uh, going to do? Passive, passive aggressive me? I don't know. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, careful, because there's a part of them that are also Jewish. <laughs> Four Hail Marys. Fuck you. You don't want to get those two together. That's how you get the Crusades. Um, uh, anyway, Cole for Kids. Punishment for kids during the holidays. We talked a little I've, bit about this already. Do you think it's I've mean, never, or do you think it's funny? I've never heard of a kid actually getting cold, though. I've never heard oh, of well, a parent being like, I'm, "You're not." I'm going to blow your mind. My parents went out of their well, not parents loosely, but the the people who had guardianship of me <laughs> um, put coal in my stocking almost every year when I was a teenager because I thought it was funny, and. When you're like 13, you're just like, oh, I'm tough. Nothing bothers me. That bothered me. Well, yeah. And hmm. they were like, oh, look at your face. And I'm just like, eh, I kill you in your sleep. I'm going to burn know. this whole place down. It's my stapler. <laughs> it's a swing handle stapler. Uh, it's, it's very beautiful. It's red. Uh, anyways, the thing about coal was like the idea of it. Because Santa Claus is like what, like a German pagan thing originally. <laughs> so it's like, Saint Nicholas existed, homie. No, but I'm talking about we the what he is now. Oh yeah, I I, th- his, I think the Germans probably took off with that. Like, but it's like you're good, or someone comes in and cuts your hands off. It's it's pretty wild. Well, that's Krampus. That's German. That's true. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's where like these things come from. And Have so, you seen Krampus? Oh, I hate it. I hate that movie. Oh my god, that's what we're talking about next. <laughs> okay, hold on. We get through this and we'll go. The coal thing is supposed to be abstract punishment. Kids don't really understand abstracts, but they can't understand either I get cookie or I get stick. Like, that's something they can... They I love how you just became cookie. Russian right there for a second, like a cookie. Russian father. Like, I am good for a parent or I get a beating. I am it's... good for a parent and get cookie or I die of cold Bread starvation outside. <laughs> Breadline Bread or cookie? <laughs> or prison line? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, oh. comrade. <laughs> oh. 
I do not have enough ruples for the breadline. <laughs> Sounds like it's the gulag for you, friend. Zingo. Anyways, it's never meant to be a physical thing. I think if rather than getting your child coal, don't get them anything. I feel like that'll be a lot less scarring. Be like, what Christmas? It's <laughs> it's not Christmas. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Dude, I I I feel no. I'm I'm trying again. I'm trying to be a better parent than mine were. And I feel like that cycle continues. You always try and be the the next level of better parent as you go. So I'm trying (laughs) really hard. There's so many temptations, so many temptations. Like I could just turn to my kid and be like, like point to a duck and be like, that's a squirrel. She'd be like, well, nowadays she's too smart. Be like, daddy, you're silly. That's a duck. But like a year or two ago, she'd be like, oh, squirrel. Got it. And then at school, they'd be like duck. And she's like, bitch, that's a squirrel. (laughs) Mama said, alligators are so ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> but my mama said. Okay. Krampus is a bad movie. Well, hang on. Hang on. We got to lead into it. We got to ease into it. All right. Transition. It's Christmas time. Christmas time means Christmas movie. There's okay. Only... Exactly. Christmas movies, Josh. Christmas movies. There's only three what? Christmas movies. No, stop. Stop. National stop. Lampoon's Vacation. Stop. What Christmas movie comes to the front of your mind when you hear Christmas movie? When someone's just like, oh, blah, 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 Christmas movie. Or let's watch this Christmas movie. What is what what pops into your mind that I would actually watch this Christmas movie? And what pops in your mind of, please, God, don't let it be this Christmas movie. I'll hang myself on the tree. Uh, Christmas Vacation, um, Home Alone, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, Lethal Weapon and Die Hard and Gremlins. Gremlins is the one. Nice. That's a Christmas movie. 100%. <laughs> um, Gremlins is my go-to when it comes to like Christmas movies. I really do enjoy that movie for a lot of reasons. So what, it's a really well-structured and made-in fun movie. Right. Um, movies that make me want to blow my brains out. Horror Christmas, Christmas movies. Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks with Tim Allen. Um, See, here's the thing. I like aspects of Tim Allen. That movie... Brought my opinions down in like a rapid decline, like on top of a rock and roller coaster kind of decline. I was just like, Tim Allen, no. <laughs> it's like, it's like, is it a drama about what it feels like to be an empty nester? Is it a drama about being ostracized? Or is this a comedy? Because I haven't laughed yet, but I am crying. Because <laughs> <laughs> your childhood is dying in front of you. Um, Buzz you were like, what are you doing? home improvement, no. Buzz Lightyear, no. <laughs> And then, like, if you okay, so if you haven't seen Christmas with the Cranks, uh, Tim Allen and his wife, played by, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. Let's just roll. I'm looking it up, Chris. Oh my goodness, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking at names. Jamie Lee Curtis, oh my god, Jamie Lee Curtis and Tim Allen are married. Their daughter goes to like Brazil for um like mission work for like a service year. So they're doing <laughs> Christmas by themselves, and they decide. They're not going to have Christmas. They're going to go on a cruise. Problem solved. The town, the locals find out. And they're not happy. So everyone ab- proceeds to abuse Jamie Lee Curtis and Tim Allen for the rest of the movie. In Which the is last- just messed up because they just want to live their fucking life. They, t- they, they, they try to make them out to be these, these villains and it becomes self-fulfilling prophecy through the film because they just get so fucking full of it. Well, like the weirdest part for me is I'm cool with that. I like that movie. I like movies that are like man versus society. But... Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like Funny but, Farm. Yeah, 
But um, at the end of the film, they, they're basically cool. peer pressured into fucking celebrating Christmas. And I'm like, well, no, because their daughter is coming home. I mean, yeah, but they're still I mean, they could have still been like, I don't give a shit. I'm going on a cruise. Yeah. Exactly. What can, she what, can what come is, is when she's like, "We're go- I'm coming home," and they're like, "Oh no!" And then Jamie Lee, I think Jamie Lee Curtis starts crying because she's like, "I want Christmas with my daughter." I think that's what happens, and that's why Tim Allen's like, "Time to get to work." Um, I mean, it makes sense because it's like Christmas and family should be yeah. the thing. That's so like if and ranch dressing, these things just go together. But then at the, the whole- end of the film, it just feels like it's just a bad time for Tim. You don't feel satisfied by the end. It makes Christmas feel even more tacky, um, which the media is great at doing. And it just kind of like sucks all the fun out of it. And no, the like whole said, town comes you're not, together. You're not and, happy at the end. But the town, the people are like, we forgive you. We're going to help the you. The town no, is a cult. I don't give a shit. For me. I'll, yeah. I'll try everybody in the block. Back off my house. <laughs> I'd be like, get off my property because castle law. Castle. <laughs> Christmas with the cranks is a standard ground state. Everybody <laughs> off the yard. <laughs> uh, it, it gets real Gran Torino real fast. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your go to Christmas movie? My go to Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life, and here is why: it is both depressing, snazzy, funky, creepy, and heartwarming. It is creepy in the whole like. He tries to kill himself, 100%. Yeah. Um, it, it, it even goes further with the whole, like, I gotta get my wings! And it's just like, well, then you don't give a fuck about me. But it's also depressing because you watch this really good man's life just take a downward slope, and he's been trying so hard. But then, you know, it goes around and kind of shows how important he is to his community and to his family and the importance of Christmas. And not just Christmas in general, like the media would like you to think that Christmas is important, buy our shit. It's the, it's the family aspect of it that really ties all together. And it's amazing. And there's you know amazing what? music. And it's freaking um, Jimmy Stewart. So everybody win-win. forgets. Donna Reed also. But everyone forgets that at the end of the movie, the other bank still has everyone's money. <laughs> I, I don't want to be... I'm not a Grinch, but... Yeah, James it's, it's true, but they 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 end up they end up finding a way to to get out of that with the bank. They do. No, they that's they haven't the, done it. You're talking about where they where he's like, I have one dollar, and the bank's still open. Um, yeah, but that's before, isn't that? That's before James Stewart kills himself. So the end of the movie is just like, yeah, I'm alive. The town's gonna be bankrupt, but I'm alive. So. That's cool. Yeah. I, well, it's like Wizard I'd of have Oz. To rewatch it. I'm not sure if that will happen. We we don't need to talk about Wizard of Oz. There's a lot wrong with that movie. Toto's still going to the farm. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that that movie bothers me on right. a lot of levels. Um, the so we talked about it a little bit. The 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 the, the rash of the the, 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 the the Christmas horror movies, um, that have sprung up over the past like ten years more. <laughs> Oh my mm. god, stop. They're not good. No one likes them. I remember when well, freaking um uh Xmas came out and oh like god. it starts off with the the kid who's abused by his family and locked in the attic and then the mom's up and Fs him in a rocking chair so they can have their their baby for Christmas. And it just 
it just and it just goes downhill from there. That's the top of the movie. It doesn't get better. It gets much worse. And then it turns into this weird Santa Claus Michael Myers movie. And with like lots of fetishisms going on. And I just want it to stop. And then you see a movie like like Krampus. And like the whole family is just shitlords. And I personally like corny horror movies where you don't root for anyone except maybe one person in the film and you want to watch all the douchebags get killed and they do. Like Jaws, great movie. But you can't do that with Christmas. It doesn't work. There's a there's a new film that's in theaters right now that I've been reading up on reviews on. Can't remember the name of it. I Black think it's Christmas. Black Christmas. It is bombing because <laughs> well, people are so tired of horror Christmas movies. Well, no, it's a little more complicated with Black Christmas. So I mean, there's other stuff that people are not happy about. Black Christmas but. is the is the sequel to the 2006 reboot of Black Christmas. The 1974 Black Christmas is a great slasher slasher film. Never seen it. It's it's just um, you know that's we're, probably we're when the concept was still new and people did understand like a character arc or a story uh, arc. Well, I mean, it's, it's just the it's just the tropes. You just have to... you know you have to know how to implement a trope. Yeah, a lot of these Christmas horror movies don't understand anything other than maybe cinematography. Waiting thirteen years, almost fourteen years, to do a reboot, it, that movie was going to fail anyways. Um, there are good Christmas horror movies. Name one, like Anna and the Apocalypse or Gremlins again. Gremlins is not a horror movie. It's I, but I, it's not I scary, but it is I a horror movie. I don't, I don't think it's a horror movie, man. I think it's a spoof. It's got the it's got the um, the normal world. It's like ET disruption. It's just odd. Well, no, because it's supposed to be like they they are killing people and stuff. It is it is there are horror elements. Which is okay, Goonies. Work. It's it's right up there with Goonies, ET. Like it's just kind of no, like yeah. This was I'm the eighties. We weren't really sure what was happening, but you all liked it. I'm not saying it's not beloved, but I'm saying like it's what Stranger Things is doing so well. Yeah, well, Stranger Things is technically a horror. Um. It's just not scary. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah mystery, but with a thriller aspect. Um, and on the apocalypse was like 2017, I think. It's like a it's a horror Christmas comedy musical. It's pretty fun. It's a zombie movie. Um, you can have the setting be Christmas. That's all you need for it to be a Christmas. But these movies are rushed out of production because you can only release them in December. And so they end up being bad. Yeah. Like like Rare Exports or um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh my fucking God. The titles are the best part. <laughs> these, are, these are coming off the top of the head. These are just ones like, um, which means there's millions more terrible ones. Oh God, yes. Krampus, just... I, I think Krampus is a bad movie. I liked the aspects at the beginning where it was like, we are taking apart the American Christmas movie and we're poking fun at it. And I was like, awesome, cool. Okay, we're trapped in the snow globe. I'm still following. Oh, the char- the characters aren't acting like what we introduced them as anymore. And then I was out. <laughs> yeah, because their character arcs just drop off and reappear as something else, like a magic trick. And this isn't the yeah. prestige. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, next next topic and the last I have on my list, Josh. Christmas toys and what they mean. So. Without getting into like the masculinity or femininity of different toys and stuff like that, because we could have a whole talk about that. But the toys that that show up for Christmas, 
are always just like so over the top because they're just trying to get you to buy, 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 buy. Like, oh, this new movie came out. Get this giant set for it. Oh, get this, this, you know, this one tool set came out. Limited time offer, blah, blah, blah. But with toys for the for the kids, I feel like it's a mixture of, you know, just trying to get that feeding fren- frenzy of, of, of capitalism going. And at the same time, you're just buying shit that they're not going to need in two years. You know? Yeah. So, so it's the battle to find something meaningful among this sea, this, this giant tsunami of garbage. Because the, the biggest issue that I'm having um, recently with buying not just toys but presents in general is I buy, I've bought quite a few things off of Amazon. God bless Amazon. But I'll buy stuff, even looking at the reviews and the dimensions and all that stuff, and it'll show up and it looks nothing. And operates nothing like it says it does. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck. I got my wife this um this heart necklace um that has uh, an inscription in um uh Norse on the back of it that has something to do with her family. And it showed up and it was like it was like biker bling. It was like <laughs> on this giant industrial chain. And I was just like, yes, because I can give this to my Quaker wife. Like, Thank sure. you. <laughs> My fucking my wife's not a pit bull. Like, what is this? Um, I don't know. I this is gonna be this is a hard thing for me to comment on. I've kind of always just been into art, like movies and books and stuff. So, like for Christmas, my parents would be like, "What do you want?" I'd be like, "Movies and books," and they'd be like, "Okay." That's really where it went. But I, but I, I am the middle child of three. I have an older brother and younger sister, and so my parents would always do like one big thing. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, we got an Xbox. That's for me and my brother. And stuff like that. And that's that's a smart move. No, it makes sense. I'm one of seven, so I get it. Yeah, well, it not, on, not only is... I'm not talking about, like, economics. I'm talking about, like... I grew more. up um, the eldest in my house because the others just weren't around because different parents and stuff like that. Right. But having, like, a lot of siblings and having to think about Christmas and all that jazz is always a complicated situation. My favorite, though is uh, my eldest brother, Christopher. We grew up pretty much apart. Um, <laughs> but he's got, he's got three girls now that are ranging from ages like 13 to 5. And Christmas at his house, he's just like, everyone gets one big present that they ask for, um, and then like some smaller things, but no more than five per person. And yeah. I'm like, that's fair. Like My rule is like each person in my house gets 10 presents. That's it. Um, I went a little overboard with my daughter this year, but that's because I spoil her rotten, as she deserves. But at the end of the day, you're sitting there and you're just like, dude, I'm like putting notches in a gun belt for presents. Shouldn't I be like trying to find something meaningful? Just being like, I have to get them this certain number. I'm going to be a bad person. Um, and as for toys for my kid, like I'm just trying to find stuff that like will engage her and doesn't just make noise or glue her to a screen. And it's difficult because like, I mean, thank God for stuff like Playmobil, Play-Doh, you know, like crafting stuff, but like she'll burn through markers in like a week. So it's like, what do I get her? Like a fucking wooden rocking horse? No. This is a, this is a good moment. If your kid is artistic and they like markers and paints and stuff, um, you've probably seen them. They're these big black, like plastic things, you open them up and it's like a giant book full of all these like felt markers and 
uh, clay crayons and stuff and pencils. And you're like, yeah, it's eight ninety nine. This is awesome. Don't. They all wear out and they dry out really quickly. Uh, if your kid's into art, ask them specifically what kind they want and get them like really cool markers or really cool colored pencils. Now, obviously, if they're like four, Crayola, but you know what I mean. You know what, what kills me being a guy? Um, and this yeah, is another yeah, like accept, accepting, yeah, being a dude, being a dad dude, um, and trying to step into the role of being a, a man. It's very difficult because um, Kelly's family is more than I ever was entirely. And. I'll go to be like, oh, I, you know, I have to save up a little, but I'm going to get Lily because she, she's obsessed with Frozen too. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to get her this big Sven um, doll and um, Kristoff, Elsa, Anna, and the, the sleigh for, for Christmas. And she'll be so excited. And we'll show up at Grandma's house just to hang out. Not even Christmas yet, but of course the whole house is like almost colonial. So it's like all decorated very nicely. And she's got her little things that she adds to every year. And she's got like... A, Lily's room in the back that's been decorated for Christmas. So all the normal toys are gone and there's only Christmas toys in there now. And she's got the toys that I was playing by my kid already for her to play with, not for Christmas, but to play with now mm. before Christmas. I'm just sitting here like shit. Like now what, how am I going to, to push anything with my kid? How am I going to satisfy anything? Because grandma is just going to immediately do it for me. like, I'll yeah. be, I'll be lecturing my kid because you know, we're having more and more family holidays back to back. Like we just had Thanksgiving and like, I'll be like, Hey, stop playing with your food. Do this because I was raised in a very Italian, you know, Jewish household. So you ate what was put in front of you and you were respectful. You could be loud. You could be, you could have fun and stuff like that. Just be respectful. And she's over there like doing stuff. She isn't allowed to do at our house. And then looking at me and then looking at grandma because she knows that there's a power dynamic that I can't do anything about. Cause it's not my house. So I'll be telling my kid what to do, and then grandma will override me and be like, oh, she's not hurting anything. And I just want to be like, like, I love Barbie to death, but I just want to be like, can I? It's my kid. <laughs> but also at the same time, I'm like, this person has had three daughters, is much wiser than I am, and much more capable of a human being. But at the same time, this is my child. <laughs> it's my time to shine. <laughs> But it, and then you have to sit there and be like, am I just being a selfish jerk? Like if, if Barbie and David, Kelly's parents, want to get Lily something really special, like should I feel bad because I can't afford to get my kid that? I don't know. No. It's, just this, it's this back and forth thing. I think there's nothing wrong with being like, oh, man, that's like I got her that at my house right now, man. I wish you would tell me before you did it because that's not saying I don't want you to get things for my kid, but that's saying communicate with me. You know, let me know what you're doing. Before you do it, yeah, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that. Now, if you were like, "Stop getting my kid things, and we're not coming back," then you're a douche. But as long as you don't do that, I think you're fine. Then, then I'm a fella. Then you, um, yeah. All right. Um, and actually, there was a there was a bonus thing that I wasn't sure if we get to. So the last thing, um, adult Christmas parties. Have you been to any? Yeah, they're uncomfortable. Um, well, okay, no, it depends. Um, See, I really, I really only go to parties if they're if I know m majority of the people are there. Yeah. So the Christmas the Christmas parties I've been to, it's just like it's like the boys. You know what I'm saying? It's me and my okay. friends. Okay, but no, I mean like big social gatherings. I don't, I don't do those. Now here's 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 something that I want to talk about for those. So, um, <laughs> for Halloween, you know what you're gonna see when you go out there, especially with adults, people trying to 
you know, be sexy, get get hookups, be spoopy, be funny, uh, get drunk, whatever. <clears throat> you go to um, you go to like a get together for like say Fourth of July. That's usually more family oriented, and it's like barbecuing and swimming and all that stuff, and like right, fireworks. Toby Keith, yeah, 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 um, or what have you. Um, usually Toby Keith, though. If we're gonna Fourth be of July, you can't yeah, imagine. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it, you get it. Um, He's American, but then you come to Christmas. And like, I feel like people don't know how to behave at those parties because you'll have like the groups of people that like just get want to get like messed up, and then you'll have other people who are like wearing the the skimpy Santa Claus outfits, or then you'll have the people who show up and they're in like business casual or relaxed, but they're all wearing Santa hats and they're treating it like it's family, and then you'll have the other people who like have to outbake everyone or outcook everyone and have to have these really intense meals that they bring, and. I'm just sitting here like, is this Christmas? Because <laughs> I just kind of want to go back to my Grinch cave at that point. No, I've never been in that situation. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm still, at the, I'm still at a part of my life where it's like, if we're having a party, then we're ordering pizza. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. one person will bring cookies. Um. But also, like, I'm not really a person that enjoys like social gatherings. Go out. No, no, I, I enjoy going out. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't enjoy going out with like hundreds of people or the intent to like. When there's drunk. something really planned, it just feels odd. I don't mind going out to get to to drink, but I'm never like, let's get freaking wasted. Like, no, that's weird. Yeah, this or isn't like, Animal House. Stop it. We're gonna go, we're gonna go down to the club. What is there for us? <laughs> One of oh, us dude. is going to get lost. That's what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, my my wife and I had the opportunity to go out the other night. Um, it kind of fell through, but she was just like, we're just going to go out and drink. I'm like, just the two of us? She was like, yeah. I'm like, that sounds like me taking care of you. That sounds stressful. And she was just like, well, you can't let people dictate your life, and you got to go do things. And by the end of the night, like, yeah, you're right. I should not let what other people are going to do dictate my life. If I got to smack a dude, I got to smack a dude. Oh, well, we're going to go and have fun. And then by that point, one of her friends had gotten back to us that they were going to go with us as a group. And we we're like, okay, fine. We got a group. And then the babysitter canceled. So we were like, ah. But at the same <laughs> time, like, I 100% need to work on letting other people dictate what I do. Now, I've, I've never been like, oh, I got to do what the popular people do or no one will like me. But I've also, because like, I'm... I'm the kind of guy who will like die on any hill just for the sake of dying on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> like someone will be like, um, Woody's a bad sheriff and I'll be like, fight me right now. <laughs> this is what we're, this is what I'm dying for today. Y- yeah. Um, but also at the same time, as I've been getting older, I've just been like, eh, you're not worth the prison time. But for, for, for social gatherings, especially during the holiday, I just feel like you're expected to be a certain way. And I just feel like that's dumb. Like, you should be nice, but at the same time, like, if I want to be a Scrooge or a humbug, then I shouldn't be guilt-tripped into wanting to go to these things or, or spending time with any of these people. If I wanted to stay home and have Christmas with just my family, no one should give me a hard time about that. No, they shouldn't. I'm pretty, I try my best to be pretty much the same in every situation. If you know me well enough, you know how I'll act in almost anything. Um... The answer is always awkward or overcorrecting. There's no, there's no, there's no other choice for me. Oh, so I like, sent you the the dad bingo for Thanksgiving. Like those exact <laughs> situations 
happen all the time. Like someone gets political and the situation gets tense. Someone makes a, a comment about someone still being single. Someone makes a comment about someone being too heavy or too skinny. Like family can be super judgy, especially during the holidays, because I mean, most people don't spend that much time with their extended family unless it's the holiday. So then you all have a chance to nitpick at each other. And it feels almost like people go out of their way to fulfill that, that almost like <laughs> seasonal, you know, nitpicking thing. It, it, well, you, it, it's like a process. You see your, it's, you, if you sit in a room with your, you cut out because you're related. And so because of that, you're like, wow. I'm going to be extra harsh on these people because I'm harsh on myself. And this is a place where I can do both. And I think that's what happens. I'm a liberal arts major. I'm not a psychology major. That's a guess. But that's what I think is going on with that. I think it's a lot of entitlement, honestly. I don't know. Because sometimes people will just say stuff to say stuff. And you're like, what? no one gained anything. We all lost. And like, oh, yep. the, one that, the one that kills me. My, um... Yeah, I'm not afraid of saying it on here. My brother, my brother-in-law. Um, my wife's eldest sister's husband, who's just, anyway, um, I, it takes a lot of patience. Um, but he thinks that he, he's got that kind of attitude where he is the expert on everything. He's better than everyone, but he won't flat out say it, but he also will at the same time. And he thinks that he can take everyone in a fight just by his body language alone, not to mention the things that he makes jokes about. And in my family, the, the McElroy clan, someone would step up. Now, afterwards, they'd probably still get along, but they would be like, you don't get to talk like that at the, at the dinner table, or you don't get to talk like that in you know, David's household. And there was a point where he said something about it being like too girly, because David had a lot of girls and all that stuff, and being too girly in the household. And I was just like, you need to watch your mouth, or I'm going to slap you with my flip-flop. And he was just like, oh, you're wearing flip-flops so manly. I'm like, we live in Florida, dude. <laughs> I, again, the Irishman. Who wears shorts to a meeting? What kind, of, what kind of guy wears shorts to a meeting? Someone who's got big balls and they're sweaty. That's who. Sweaty Knees weak, balls. arms are heavy, big balls are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Wearing a suit in Florida? Who has a suit in Florida? But no, yeah. I don't know. I think families are critical towards each other. They always will be. Um, I mean, there's a reason that they came up with a separate name for family members. Fratricide. Nuclear. Oh, I thought you were talking about. There's also a reason there's a classification of certain family members you've got your nuclear and your extended nuclear that's your ride or dies the extended are the questionables that's where fratricide comes in yeah um what else you got for the holiday season send us out of this hour say again you have any more you have any more uh christmas themed um no more questions but i i got a couple of 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 things that I, I would like our audience to to try for this holiday season. Christmas hot takes. Yeah. Um kind of. So this holiday season, um you know, I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your family, I'm not gonna tell you what to do in general, but um I have at least one suggestion. And that suggestion is to just really decide what the Christmas season like is for you and your immediate family and to, to try and accomplish that, you know, it, it takes effort to get, um, any sort of like good result. So if it's worth the time, it's worth the effort. And if it's worth, you know, if you want the, if you want a certain result, you got to work and that's in any day life situation, but just for the holiday season, 
if there's a certain way that you want the holidays to go, then work towards that. Don't just be like, well, I guess it's happening. Yeah. Um, also, I'm pretty sure Christmas falls on a Wednesday this year. Don't it's do something. Wednesday, my, it's, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Don't do something stupid because, well, it's Christmas. It is still Wednesday. You will have work probably Friday or Thursday, uh, if, or whenever you get off your your work vacation. It's not get crunk time in the middle. Life of still the has consequences always. <laughs> yes. Don't do something stupid because it's Christmas. That's dumb. You know who's um, you know who's not celebrating Christmas this year? Fellas. Well, fellas, but uh, but you you know who? Epstein. He's not Epst- celebrating yeah. Christmas this year. Epstein because he was assassinated. Yeah, because he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Just remember it 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 may not be the most wonderful time of the year, but it can be an okay time of the year if you let it or if you work for it. Or if not, spike the eggnog and see what happens. Um, <laughs> I think there's an episode before New Year's. I think there's two weeks after Christmas. Nope, I'm wrong. There's one week after Christmas, 25 to 31. Um, so we'll do a New Year's episode. We'll figure out something for that. Maybe just like favorite highlights of the year. Or and whatever. that interview, that interview with Ruben is still coming. Conversation interview with Ruben eventually. Um, or not. You're not, my, you're not my real dad. Get out of here. Listen, just because you're sleeping with my mom doesn't mean I have to call you dad. I used to I used to have this bit character when I was in high school that was like this this kid who um, his mom started dating someone and it's getting serious that he might be his stepdad and so he's acting out and doing things that are ridiculous just to argue with him and it'd be like, "Fuck you, Terry! I can shit in the shower if I want. I'll waffle stomp it down the drain all day." <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I did it from like fifteen to I guess today. <laughs> that reminds me of desert jellies. Do you know what those are? Can you? Can it's you the, it on air? I mean, it's the best Christmas gift that you could give somebody overseas. So anybody who happens overseas, first of all, God bless. Second of all, how did you find us? Third of all, welcome to the show. Um, Welcome to the show, but um, Desert Jellies, for for my fellow buddies over there, I remember we got to come back um, for the holidays, um, which basically just looks the same, just colder over there. And we got to um, use real life showers instead of those bag solar showers. And I remember a officer coming into our tent after that, and he was like, somebody clogged the drains. And I was like, okay, who's shaving their pubes? But he was just like, no, we got desert jellies. I'm like, what are desert jellies? Like, come with me, corporal, and find out. So I walk <laughs> over there with the lieutenant, and he sh- opens each stall. Each stall, there, were, there was like three or four. <laughs> and the drains at the bottom were just clogged with cum. <laughs> and it was, oh. like, it was like pillowing out, and it looked like jellyfish. And he was like, we call them desert jellies. I'm like, that's disgusting and i thought that it was maybe just us and then the game grumps talked about it i'm like it's canon in uh, kennesaw state university once sent a letter out through their male dorms that was like please stop doing that in the showers it's causing problems it's plugging the drains but please stop um see it see you next week where we'll talk about (laughs) drano Follow us on Twitter, DVD, <laughs> DVD cast. Follow me, JW Freeman underscore. Follow Forrest at uh, DVD cast. And make a, little, make a little Christmas magic happen. 
this year. Get get the word out about dudes being dudes podcast. Yeah, if you don't, we'll find you. We're literally everywhere. We're on we're in Google. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Breaker. I'll f- we work for Santa. We have his surveillance equipment. <laughs> Why can't we, we just end an episode with goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cut right there. Cut All right, right see there. you guys. Yeah. Can I? How do I? Craig. I'm leaving all this in. Craig, colon. Fuck off, Craig. Comma. Leave. Get, Get the fuck out of here, Craig.